right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast here on the 247 Sports Network. And as always, with Inside the Rebels, hope you're having a good morning. It's a wet morning. A wet Wednesday here on the Rebels 247 podcast. Late night last night. Hey, congratulations to you guys if you made it to the end of that baseball game last night. I did not. Uh, that was not happening. <laughs> it just was not happening. I'm still pulling up stuff here on the computer trying to get ready for whatever we're going to do here today. But um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens the rest of the week in terms of the NCAA tournament getting into a regional and all of those things. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see what happens in Hattiesburg with USM and you know the chances of going down there. Look, you know, there's there's a part of this where I um look, I, I grew up an Ole Miss fan. And I mean I am an Ole Miss fan. I think it becomes a little bit less and it, there's no doubt. I, it becomes less and less as you go. And for me, uh, you know, some of that comes from working in the media and it, that definitely changes things. And I think it should. And you know, covering other things, covering high school sports and kind of seeing the other side of it. And uh, not only that, but the longer that you're in it from a media perspective, but also, you know, having kids and, and doing that sort of thing, it just, it just, it changes the fandom a little bit. It just changes it. And now I'm at a point, you know, I'm just looking for interesting games, not necessarily looking for, Hey, you know, what's the best regional to be in? What's the easiest road to get there? All those things. I think it would be a lot of fun if Ole Miss ends up in, in Hattiesburg. Uh, I think them matching up, I, I worry less about, you know how there's this school of thought that in some sports, well, namely football, Ole Miss shouldn't play Southern Miss. And I 100% get it. Hey, there's only one way or uh, one way to go from here, and that's down. If you win the game, you're supposed to. I'm talking football here, not baseball. If you win it, you're supposed to. And then if you lose it, you know, you lose a lot. So, And, and I absolutely get that that line of thinking. And, and I actually believe that's correct. I do not, in, not in baseball, but you know, in some other sports, I absolutely see it. I just, I care less about that. As I get older, I like seeing potentially a matchup there. Um, so if that happens, you know, I'll, I'd be a huge fan of it. We'll be down there. Um, Jared will be covering it. I'll probably go down, I'm sure. And photograph the, the thing and, and, and do all of those things. But Ole Miss falls three to one last night to Vandy. I'm setting up potentially Ole Miss fans. I don't want to say, how should I word this? I always try to be fair to coaches. You know, that's the main thing. I try to be fair to Mike Bianco and Carl Lafferty and, you know, everybody that that's on that staff there. I try to be fair to everybody. And, um, you know, a lot of fans, I, I get the postseason stuff. It kind of, it wears on you. I get that. wears on you. Um, and I, and that, like I said, I absolutely get all of that. However, there's a lot of fans and look, and I'm included in this, like you're, you're eager for more postseason. You want to see what happens, where they're going. I'm in that boat and uh, I'm, I'm anxiously waiting to see what happens in terms of the seating and, and them getting in. 
But I do want to give a shout out here before we we dive deep into this. I want to get into the game last night that was delayed over five and a half hours. There's not a whole lot else going on. Not going to knock out any recruiting. There's a couple of things that are going on, but nothing that's just earth shattering. I'm probably about to start getting into some football. And in terms of recruiting, something for the summer that is that's scheduled so you guys can expect what you're going to get every day, not just throwing out whatever offers are coming. But, hey, here's a breakdown of the top 10 kids in Mississippi and, you know, putting that out every day. Or here's the five defensive backs you guys should be looking at, trying to put something out every day like that in terms of the next couple of months leading up to football season. And then on top of that, starting to look at next football season. Um, the, the quarterbacks, the running backs, the different positions. I, we're getting to that part of the year where we have to get through, you know, a month or two here to get to the season. Uh, but in terms of the recruiting, there's nothing just earth shattering going on. So I'm not going to hit any of that today. We're going to mainly knock out this baseball podcast and put a bow on at least what was the regular season and a very early exit from the NCAA or from the, the SEC tournament rather. But I do want to give a shout out here. If you guys, if you don't mind, Jared Redding, and I'm not just going to say this because we're working on the same team now with with Inside the Rebels and the 247 sports people. Uh, I've known Jared a long time, and he's a young guy, but I've known him since he was 16. I think Jared's probably 22 now, 23, something like that. And um, so I've known him now six, seven years. He hustles, works really hard. Um, he cares about you know staying in the middle, trying to give you – common sense opinions and doing it right. Jared did a great job covering baseball this year. And, uh, and I know there's other really good guys on the beat that are covering baseball and, you know, Jared, he's a, he's a newbie there. He's the new guy. But last night that guy's up all night with his play by play thread and doing the live thread thing. And not just that, I think this is a good thing routinely. Jared will post something about baseball and there's a part of me that's kind of like kind of can't believe he went there with that. You know what I mean? Because I'm all, I'm I'm always scared of hurting, I don't want to say it like that. I'm probably too mindful of people's opinions and hey, you want to be fair to this coach, to that coach and all those things. Sometimes if you're really going to just do the journalism thing, you just have to call things what they are and be honest about it. And just live with it. And I do believe 100% in honesty. You, you just have to deliver news to people with some respect to them and, and you know, hope for the best. Jared really did that this year. I mean, just call things what they are, black and white, and kind of delivered that to you. And I look, man, I thought he did a great job. I am going to try and catch up with him either later today or it could be tomorrow to give his recap on the baseball season and what happened. But But he did a great job. Now, you if you need a distraction from all of this, uh, here's your national day for the day. You can brown bag it. Don't even know what that is. Brown bag it day, tab dance day. None of you doing that. These are dumb today. There is one good one. Some of you, you may need a national wine day. And I'm not meaning complaining and whining. No, you, you need a drink. There, there's a select group of you need one. It is National Wine Day today if you want to celebrate that. It might be good timing after, you know, dropping the three-to-one game to Vandy yesterday. It could be good timing. I'm looking at this box score 
there needs to be a few shout outs here, right? Dylan Delucia had a, he had a phenomenal year. For much of the year, that team had no Friday night guy. And he became not just a Friday night guy. He was a really good Friday night guy coming down the stretch. He was. And this is a program that has produced some big-time Friday night dudes. Um, your, your starter, our guy, he really stepped into that role, and I thought he did a fantastic job. I mean, last night he goes four and a third. He gets hit a little bit, six hits, but he gave up two earned runs, walked three, struck out three. He has given that team chances to win games from middle of the season on. He has done it consistently. And that guy deserves a shout out. He took the loss, dropped to five and two, but it was the bats. They just could not string hits together. Um, Rebels end up with five hits. They scored just the one run in the seventh inning. As uh, as Vandy's starter goes six innings, three hits, no earned runs, struck out six. That's Holton. And we told you before the game that that guy's been, he's been on a, a tear. He's had a great year, especially late in the year. He's been hard for anybody to hit. And Vandy was a difficult draw. They're 36 and 19. Ole Miss dropped to 32 and 22. The game yesterday, it's hard for me to just jump on that and be mad about scoring one run. It's Vandy. It's against a real big-time starter. I would not make much of yesterday. The problem is getting to yesterday and the whole season that led to it. Now, I've already read up some, on some stuff last night and this morning. What are the chances of an NCAA regional? Um, we'll get into this a little bit deeper with Jared later on. But I would say, I mean, it's looking like not 50-50, but I'd say 60-70% chance that Ole Miss is in it. It just depends on some of these other tournaments that are out there and who's upset and all of those things. Uh, I could see them as a three seed. I actually could see them in a USM regional, depending on how USM ends this thing. I think there's a good shot at it. Um, we'll see if they get there or not. You know, one thing I have not experienced that at some point I need to do this. I have never gone down for the SEC tournament. And coming from... Look, I, I don't get me wrong. My Twitter account is MS Gridiron. And I've made a career covering high school football and some junior college football. So obviously I'm big in the football scene. I love some baseball. You know, all three of my sons, all three of my kids, we've done the travel ball thing. And, you know, they're kind of baseball lifers now. Connor is, is he's one of the better arms in the state this year. And he could end up, you know, somewhere big next year. Sure, that's all, that's all great and I'm proud of him, but he wants to be a pitching coach. You know, he wants to go down that road. So we're big baseball people. I love the sport. So from an Ole Miss fan and from a baseball fan, for me not to get to Hoover at least once is there's something wrong with that life. Like I have to figure out how to get down there. Not in a year in which they just do the one game thing and they're out, but I've got to catch that. Um, see what that's all about. But I'll just have to follow it on TV this year. But I, I'm watching on Twitter this morning and last night. And one thing I do whenever we start the podcast every morning, I'll pull up the Ole Miss website. Let's see what's going on on the calendar and, and 
it's it's emptying fast as now you wait on postseason. So there's not a ton there. What about recruiting news? I already told you, I don't want to dive deep into recruiting today and try and make something there that's not there. So I don't want to do that. So then the other thing I'll do, we'll do the calendar day, which is wine day. You're welcome for that one. Some of you will, in, you'll indulge into that one and, uh, and good for you, but I'll pull up Twitter and just, I'll search, you know, Ole Miss. Let's see what's out there. Let me tell y'all one guy. You probably didn't anticipate me talking about this dude. I don't know him. The Ole Miss barstool guy, Mincy. Is it Ben Mince? Is that his name? I don't know if that's his name or not. Don't know. I'm familiar with him a little bit. I know Brandon Walker is the state guy. No Brandon. I don't know Mincy. I follow him on Twitter. follows me. So maybe at some point I'll try and bring him on the pod or something. I mean, you could have that. But this guy, he's not necessarily, you know, we kind of are polar opposites here in terms of just general life. But let me tell you all something. This dude, uh, he's living his full life. I'm watching his little preview thing from the game last night in the stands and uh, doing his little animated breakdown. And he's living his full life. So of all the people that were at Hoover yesterday for Ole Miss, uh, he didn't enjoy the loss, I'm sure, but um, few of you had as much fun, I'm guessing, leading up to the game and probably after the game as this dude. Like, he's fired up for some Ole Miss baseball. Like, full life there. I want to give that guy a shout-out. Not that I'm a huge barstool guy because those of you that know me, that's kind of polar opposite of me, like I said, but still, I can at least appreciate that dude. Hey, he's he's enjoying the full experience. But there's not a ton else going on out there. Not a lot of news, nothing breaking, because now you just kind of wait and see. There's this offer that they threw out yesterday to Kane Archer, a young quarterback. I mean, we're talking about a kid going into the ninth grade. Way too young for me to dive deep into. But they did throw that out there yesterday and a couple others, but I want to save that for tomorrow. But one thing I did see, I want to make a mention of this. Several of the Ole Miss players going on social media, thanking fans, especially guys whose career is over. Uh, I do think the Ole Miss baseball experience is very rare. And whatever you want to think about the postseason failures that have been there and, and Mike Bianco and, and his role in that and you know those of you who are a little disgruntled over some of that stuff, all right, I get all that. But the actual baseball experience at Ole Miss – is it's top five. I mean, it's great. The fan sports great. What the players get to experience is great. And to see a lot of this on Twitter and social media with a lot of these guys whose careers look could be over. Maybe it doesn't work out with a regional. Could be over. But I always hate and love to see that stuff at the same time. And uh, to all those guys, if they were done, um, the year didn't go like you want it to. But just hats off to them. Look on some level. And this coming from somebody who has kids trying to get where these guys are and putting in the work. And I don't think people really can appreciate how much goes into it. And look, these guys just completely putting themselves on the line when they go out there and the criticism that comes with that. And these baseball guys don't make a fortune. They don't get a full scholarship. So nothing but respect for me for what they were able to do this year was the best they had. And hopefully they get a little bit more time to do it some more, to put the Rebel uniform on again and take their chances in the postseason. And who knows, 
we've done the the good SEC tournament before and a regional just go down the tubes. Maybe we're taking a different approach. Saving it for the end. How about that? Hey, I hope you all have a great day. Always appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, just put them on the board. Like I said, enjoy your day. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Chris Brooks. And you've been listening to the Rebels 247 podcast on the 247 Sports Network.